Hong Kong exchange rules require that new companies floating here in the city must earmark at least 10% of shares to individual investors. This situation, which is unique to the territory, has led to an IPO frenzy in recent months, with mum and pop investors scrambling to snap up shares in initial public offerings, as diverse as an eye clinic operator, a satirical magazine publisher, and a bubble tea maker. All of them saw their shares surge on the first day of trading. However, we've also seen these spectacular gains evaporate very quickly in some cases. So how can we prudently invest in IPOs? Here's Dickie Wong, Executive Director of Research at Kingston Securities. Good morning, Dickie. Morning, Peter. Well, we've seen some spectacular volatility in some IPOs recently, haven't Definitely. we? Most Kwai Chung, the publisher of, of, what's it, 100 Most Magazine, this millennial magazine, it rose yeah. almost 900% on its, on on its, its first, first day. debut. Why are these initial public offerings so volatile? It's just simply outstanding. You know what? When we came, uh, come to talk about um, investment in IPO, we have to bear in mind that there's only a supply and demand game. Right. Nothing else. We are not talking about its fundamental. It's not talking about its valuation. Just simply supply and demand. Because we have to know the mechanism of the IPO in Hong Kong. For instance, if we talk about the main board listing, not only the gem board. If we talk about the main board listing, there are two tranches. Um, the public tranche that you can um, subscribe to IPO by the yellow form or white form or the local individual investor, we can participate. And also the international tranche. So in the very first beginning, only 10% of the shares will be located, mm-hmm. um, allocated to the public tranche. And 90% of the shares will be allocated to the uh, international tranche. But there is a mechanism, we call it clawback, uh, when an IPO, like for instance, like the public tranche oversubscribe like more than 100 times, um, then a clawback will um, take place. Um, therefore, so 50% of the shares will be located for the public and another 50% will be located for international. Mm-hmm. So there is something of balancing in this uh, is this game. So when we see a, um, a, a single stock wow, oversubscribe like uh, most Kwai Chong more than a few thousand times, so that's simply mathematics. No matter the local investor or the international investor or the, 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 the no matter in investment fund, hedge funds or just like long firm, they just lack of shares. They just have not enough shares. So they have to buy in the market. So obviously it will create and some kind of imbalance uh, situation of the mm. lo- uh, the supply and demand. So it, the, the share simply is just shut up. Like most Kwai Chong, eight, 880%. It's crazy. Yeah. And it was 6,000 times oversubscribed, yeah. the most in-demand IPO in exactly. Hong Kong. Why were people flocking to it? Was it because it was a well-known brand or a well-known name or there just wasn't enough shares? What was the, the reason for this? Actually, um, both of your, of your answers are correct. First of all, this is well-known. Um, most teenagers like this brand as well. And um, before this IPO, there are there are another two IPO. One is skincare. I don't want to talk about it because our company is the the the, the sponsor. And the other one, it's uh, the bubble tea uh, it's chain bubble operator. Tea maker, yes. So we can see the tendency. Oh, this one more than hundred times subscription. Oh, that one or oh, more than a thousand times. So we have to bet all my all our money into this one, and we have to bear in mind because the initial shares offering are just simply too little. So it creates mm. some kind of or seven thousand times uh, a couple of thousand times oversubscribed it's, it's crazy but it's not that crazy because the 
the originally um, shares will be allotted to those individual investors, just a very limited amount. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Like they raise um, like money, even their uh, 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 main board listing company, they they just raised like um, seventy million dollars. Though in the very first beginning, only seven millions dollars equivalent shares uh, are located for local investors. So. The, the multiple effect is when a lot of people uh, margin financing, they, they bet into the single shares, they will create a, a big bubble, uh, oversubscribe. And o- when it's oversubscribed, I think, I think I, the best strategy is you simply sell all the shares on the first debut. Because no the, these shares often then end up below their offer price, don't they, in some cases, or they fall quite sharply uh, before the end of the day after, or the next yes, day. So after it makes them very hit, risky for, for, for investors, doesn't exactly, it? Exactly, exactly. So we have to dump the shares on the first debut. If they shot up one, two, three, even seven, eight times over its IPO price, that's ridiculous because when when we talk about the IPO shares, when we talk about the valuations, when we talk about um, the final price of the IPO, we have to know that if a single shares shot up like eight times, there's only one reason, just simply too crazy than mm. the market is, nothing else. So what sort of due diligence should you do before you decide if you want to invest in one of these to make sure that you know, you're not at big risk here and, and you're investing in the right sort of company? Okay. First of all, when you do IPO investing, especially when you want to leverage up, you have to use the margin finance, um, borrow money, like um, 90% of the money. So we, ha- we have to know that uh, this IPO uh, will be oversubscribed mm. because if it's not oversubscribed, you you have you will be a lot all your shares. For instance, if you um, apply for okay, like five million thousand uh, five million dollars equivalent shares, you have only like um five hundred thousand for deposit and the four point five million you have to borrow from the the brokerage mm-hmm. firm. If they you, if the shares are hundred percent a lot allotted that's you will create a big problem because if the on the first day bill the first the, the shares drop 10 percent, you lost all your money mm-hmm. so uh, we, we have to bear in mind if it's oversubscribed um um maybe a, a few hundred thousand uh, hundred times then it's not that risky even you use margin financing to subscribe ipo but if it's not the subscription is not that overwhelming maybe just uh, 10 times 20 times you shouldn't use any margin financing to increase uh, to, to subscribe ipo that was dickie wong executive director of research from kingston securities that's all for money talk extra this weekend i'm peter lewis have a great week